it will totally change downtown if they do that. Clarksville's Conversation, a podcast that brings you interesting conversations with fascinating people from around Clarksville and Montgomery County. This is Katie and Charlie for Clarksville's Conversation, where you get a chance to eavesdrop on conversation with uh, innovators and leaders in our community. So welcome. And Charlie, you're going to introduce our guests today? I, I am. And we're honored to have uh, Miss Teresa Shea with us today. And if anybody that's been downtown has been to the Rue restaurant or seen it, no, I highly recommend it. They've got it's some delicious. tasty, tasty mm-hmm. treats down there. But we welcome Teresa today. Thank you. And uh, we're we, excited to have you. Yeah, I'm excited to, learn, to be here. We want to learn about you and maybe that guy you're married to. Oh yeah, Greg. Yeah, yeah, Greg. Yeah, we. Yeah. we yeah, well, yeah. Before we get started, we have an icebreaker <laughs> question that we okay. ask, and it has nothing to do with anything. And I have no idea, so I apologize ahead of time. What question Charlie's going to ask you? So he just pulls something out. All right. So Charlie's had this mustache since he was in puberty. And so in honor of that stash, Charlie mustache you a question. Ah, uh, cute. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I've got this <laughs> list of random questions. All right. And, and I decided to kind of take it easy on you today. <laughs> and you guys, you guys specialize in Cajun and Americana type food. And so my question is, other than that type of food, if you were a food, what would you be? Ooh, fried pickle chips. Oh, my goodness. Why fried pickle chips? <laughs> They're my favorite. Oh, I love them, too. Yeah, I don't know what there is about them. They're on your it's, menu, it's, too, aren't well, they? Yeah, it's either that or else it's chocolate-covered pretzels. Because everybody wow. likes sweet or salty. Yeah. Ah. So, and they have, it's a perfect balance of both plus mm-hmm. crunch. So, I'd be the most popular Oh, yeah. That's a good answer. Well, here's, a, here's the true answer, or true question. You get to name what kind of food Greg would be. Oh, that's This is hard. your chance right now. Uh, actually, he would be a food character. He'd be Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> because I could interchange. Oh, that's clever. You know? Yeah. Uh, and my husband's very, um, it's funny because even though he's very changeable, he doesn't like change. So getting him in a yeah. in a certain pattern is his favorite day. Um, and I like to mix it up a little bit, so I'd probably you put keep a hat him on, on him. One. Yes, yes, you, I'm the opposite. Would you put a big nose on him? <laughs> Oh, he would hate that. Big ears and big nose would be a no. But I'd probably put a bow tie on him or a hat or, yeah. you know. Well, we look forward to seeing him in that outfit. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> which that's is, awesome. Which is never, uh-huh. ever will he ever be in a bow tie and hat. But other than that, that's part of the fun, though. So yeah. he's, and so, he would do it for me. That's awesome. So you, I find it interesting that you said he doesn't like change. But you guys picked up and moved from Bowling Green to Clarksville. He yes. So yes. tell me about that. Why Clarksville and how that all? How you chose to come here? It's and um, did Mr. Potato Head come kicking and screaming? No, actually, uh-huh. um, we, we even though we're total opposites, we have this synergy that works with us. Mm-hmm. That um, one of us is strong when the other one's weak. Type thing. Yeah. It's it's a yeah. perfect balance. And. Um, the bigger story, the longer story, is we came up here uh, six years after Katrina, mostly because from New Orleans. From New Orleans, yeah. um, he was born there. I lived there for twenty-five years. I, he literally fell at my feet in a bar. He slipped on something. And fell oh, at that's my hilarious! Feet. <laughs> uh, but he, and there's odd things with us too, like the first uh, seven digits of my social security number was his childhood phone number growing up. 
Oh, wow. Are you serious? Yes. So there was all these really weird connections. And I come from Iowa, so there should have been no connection, right? Yeah. So we were meant to be together. We, we knew that. That's pretty wonderful. I, got, I kept getting sick after Katrina. And B, after BP oil spill happened, I got even sicker uh, with the, uh, the a lung issue. So we were going to move to the North Shore, but the joke was is that Bowling Green became the North Shore. Uh, it's definitely North. Yeah, it's very North. Uh, we opened up, well, we were going to do something different. We found a downtown building and opened up a boutique tea and bakery shop that turned into what we're doing now. Uh, at five years, we just celebrated our fifth year. Somebody wanted our building. We owned our building and we couldn't turn it down. We were looking to expand anyway. At that time, uh, a guy that we had uh, become friends with, he now works at one of the uh, country clubs uh, as their head guy. Uh, he redid their kitchen and everything mm -hmm. else. Felix, uh, he used to work at GFS. He told us we needed to check out Clarksville. I got a hold of Two Rivers just to kind of see what yeah. it was all about. And the next thing I know, we have a building. Uh -huh. uh, they opened up the entire downtown to us, which was really neat. So I saw all the buildings. It was before kind of the little renaissance. Jeff was the mainstay over at Black Horse. Right. And he's done an excellent job of just being the mainstay down there, honestly. I mean, we wouldn't have chosen downtown if he hadn't been there. Oh, that's a huge compliment yes. to Jeff, yeah. And he's also been extremely supportive. Any information we've needed, he's given mm -hmm. it to us. I mean, I, I'm so grateful to a lot of the help that we received down there. And then uh, Two Rivers opened up a little carrot for us that they would give us a grant to help us restore the building if we bought the building and then filled out the forms, which we did. It was that and the money that we got back at um, closing. Those two sums equaled the sum that our contractor gave us to redo the building. We couldn't turn it down. Oh, wow. It's not, it was just meant to be. Yes. They, they, between their Social Security number, their phone number, <laughs> the math in their contracts, it's, it's amazing. It's weird that math that, is the number. That's awesome. Because we also look for weird numbers like 313 or 3. They're kind of guiding numbers, and they always pop up when we're on the right path. They're huh. kind of pay attention numbers for us. I need to pay attention to that. Yeah. Do you know, yeah, huh? three is my favorite number. No, is three is really? a very biblical and, number. And my I mean, daughter's it truly number. is. Three is, a, I mean, if you think about it, a lot of threes happened in the Bible. Yeah, and, and also in nature and everything mm -hmm. else. But we've always, like, we got married on the 13th. It just kind of became really evident or obvious to us that those numbers were kind of pay attention numbers. Everything uh -huh. always happened on those days yeah. for some reason. I need to reason. figure out what my pay attention numbers are. Oh, you'll are. find out now. Uh, now you, I'm paying attention. Yeah, you'll pay attention. And so that's, it's, it sounds be odd to be led by numbers, but we are also people of faith. So we really understand that we're down here for, we feel, for a really bigger purpose. This really isn't our shop. This is God's shop. Right. Um, we're just here to kind of uh, do whatever it is that's it's necessary to be done. I honestly believe that. Well, I think it's amazing that you're so aware that, you know, so, a lot of people make decisions. Okay, well, I'm going to move to Clarkson. I'm going to open a restaurant. But you are so aware that when those doors get opened that, okay, we are on the right path. This well, is where we're supposed to be. You're very aware of that. I have to admit I tried to kill the deal mm -hmm. because I really didn't want to reopen another restaurant. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work. And a lot of responsibility, and mm -hmm. we were going from a, a smaller staff of nine to a bigger staff of 36 plus down here. Um, but I couldn't, and the door would never shut. I couldn't yeah. shut it. It so it yeah. really became obvious that it, it it was meant to be down here. 
And the fact that our, our, you know, even our building doubled in value since we've been here and we were able to pay off most of our startup debt in less than a year and a half was pretty That's remarkable. amazing. Yeah. yeah, that never happens. I've really enjoyed watching downtown grow in the past few years. Oh, it, the same thing happened in Bowling Green when we moved down there. We were the only, uh, like, a non, or it was a retail, it was non-lawyer mm -hmm. business that was on our side of the street. And then when we left, that whole side of the street was retail. And with a few lawyers and, and a couple of other things. And it's changed now because downtown, even though it had built, and it's kind of a Clarksville mm -hmm. take note moment, they started up another area that the TIF uh, industry or the TIF yeah. district wasn't downtown Bowling Green. It was right off of Bo downtown Bowling Green. We actually toured that TIF district a few years ago. Yeah. So that TIF district became um, where people threw their money and because they needed to move to get tax incremental funding, right? Yeah. They needed to move the tax base. They were supposed to get new tax base, but they moved the tax base by offering great deals. So a lot of those businesses that were on the square are now off the square down there. So they kind of hurt downtown a little mm -hmm. bit. And I was glad when I saw that the TIF district included downtown. Yeah. It was, in Clarksville. It factored in part of why we chose downtown, even though we're not part of the TIF. Yeah. We, we didn't spend as much money to need to, to be able to do yeah. the TIF. Um, we knew that that way people would be at least coming in and developing the buildings down there eventually. And that happened pretty quickly after we opened. It's still going. Yeah, it's yeah. huge, except there's a huge dumpster out in front of our place and has been there. I noticed that. I it's mean, been there for how I long? I see it every day. It's been there for more. I think there's only been, Greg laughs at me because he says I'm lying, but it's only been not been there for three months because there's so many buildings around us that are being but redone. But can they not put it somewhere else? It's hard. And we understand that too. They, uh, it's most of those buildings are front entry so they have to take stuff out through the front mm -hmm. we've just been patient and we're kind of hoping that that dumpster moves down the street you're hoping the karma is a good thing. yes it is yes. we I, honestly but i it they did remove it for christmas which was nice mm -hmm. so that yeah. people could have the full experience yeah. down there I, I tell you what i think is really cool about Teresa and greg is I, I see them downtown and not just in their restaurant i see them at other restaurants supporting other people and, and their vibe, when you do go into the room, they're in there. To, they'll talk to you. They mm -hmm. visit your table. Mm -hmm. They've got such a, a cool atmosphere in there. And that's not to even mention the speakeasy part with the yellow couch. I love the yellow couch. It's fun. We got mm -hmm. that from Union Station Hotel. And then there's uh, four green chairs up there. I call them the Captain Kirk chairs. Um, it, they did a full reset of their, ho uh, of their furniture. I think this stuff was sitting in the back way back and they were letting it go and so we grabbed the yellow couch and the four green chairs and journey's eye studio they went yeah. with us they picked up a bunch of stuff too so even before we opened we had already been because y'all both kind of opened at the same time too didn't you around well, the same time they were i think they might have been there for six to 12 months before okay. us okay. um <clears throat> but, but they bought their building on the same day we did. We went to act, or they say act to sale in New Orleans. Uh, they went to closing on the uh -huh. building um, two hours before we did. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There's another one of those. And, I know. And, and the things that Journey's Eye does, they have so many cool pieces and Steve's artistry with metal and other things. I mean, it's, it's just amazing how all the downtown businesses like you 
help each other and support each other. Oh, it's, you don't get that at the mall. I, I wish you would be able to. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody needs to experience that kind of community. Yeah. Steve's stuff is in our place. He did our table bases um, and a bunch of other things, like the, the cool lamps that are above the bar yeah. downstairs. Yeah. He did our bar upstairs. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I do jewelry for Journey's Eye. I, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just started doing uh -huh. it again. Jody was begging me, so I take I'll over have to go and look at it. pieces. I got. I even have some I need to bring down to her in my purse. But um, so it's kind of fun to have that back and forth that way. Yacht is down the street. We're friends of theirs. Uh, we're in Jeff's and um, uh, Tom's places, and yeah. they're in our place. We kind of we call ourselves Switzerland. We're kind of the odd restaurant out in the block because uh, we're cocktail based. Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of our specialty. They're beer-based, so yeah. and they're so they're like the bookends to our cocktails. And they don't it's sell Cajun or Creole food. No, there's there's. We didn't know. I mean, we were taking a big risk with Clarksville. It's a uh, millennial town, yeah, uh, which is very it different sure from is. Bowling Green. Our product was uh, from New Orleans recipes, but based in Bowling Green as far as how we developed mm -hmm. them. And then here, we've had to kind of uh, add things or even switch recipes just a little bit. Uh, we listen to customer comment very, very seriously. And, and especially the people that are regulars of our place, uh, they're the ones that we want to continue to be mm -hmm. there for and have business with. So now these recipes are your and Greg's recipes. Yeah, so it's a combination of development okay. of family recipes and then other traditional New Orleans because recipes. Yeah. yeah, and there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of internet recipes, and most of the people that put out the recipes are leaving things off of their recipes, especially in New Orleans. Uh, but New Orleans has changed so much, even over the last like 50 years, and what their dishes offer and what they offer. When I first moved down there, uh, they you couldn't find grits. Grits were on no menu down there. But yet, everybody says shrimp and grits is such a is southern thing not necessarily New Orleans? No, it's 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 uh, the like the Carolinas were okay. kind of famous in Georgia and that area were famous. It's the Low Country. Yeah. Uh, we're Low Country. Low Country. Low Country Bowl. Yep. Right. So yeah. uh, it's now on the menus down there, especially since barbecued shrimp goes really well with and barbecued yes. shrimp is yes. Yeah, but barbecued shrimp down there has the heads on. And mm -hmm. so you have to, it's really messy. It's a lot of fun, though. I've so. had it before, but yeah. it's... It's never uh, served with grits. So now they take the shells off and call it shrimp and grits. It's, it's basically the same thing. So what's your favorite, if you, what's your favorite thing on your menu? Are the... Besides the pickle chips? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and do, are your pickle chips all homemade, too? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have people, even our bread is homemade. We go in, it's, uh, everybody goes in at 7 in the morning. That's part of the prep team. They cook just for that night. You make all your dressings, too. Oh, everything, yes. The basil vinaigrette dressing is to die. That and the, um, the ranch, believe it or not, people like want to order it in jugs. It's, really? Yeah. I'm going to have to try that, Yeah, it's man. super good. My favorite thing is when Greg does the, uh, like we, what we had last night, the grilled oysters, the char-grilled oysters. Oh. I can I eat need to have those. dozens and dozens of them. They're so good. We get our oysters. This batch came from Louisiana, from the Atchafalaya Basin, and they were. We finally found somebody that could bring them up to us. So they're fresh. So they're really fresh. They're live when they come in. Our crawfish came in last night live, so we were able to do a boil last night. We'll have um, some more tonight, which mm -hmm. was kind of nice. So that kind of goes, whenever we can get it. It's a little bit harder. So you will have 
crawfish is in season now. You'll have that for a few months? Yes, it's, if we can get it, if, mm -hmm. if, if the numbers are good, we can get it. And so uh, there's a, a truck that comes up with a bunch of live crawfish. We'll get a couple sacks at a time and boil them. We have this really cool new boiler out back. It's, Greg's really having a good time on it. Because oh, you have your new patio. Yes, that's right. I can't wait for the weather to warm so up there. So that's another guy that Alan Moser came into downtown and bought several yeah. buildings. And Alan did a really cool thing. He went out and found people, hand-picked kind of people to be in his buildings, like Copper, Petal, and Noli. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, this new place uh, that, or the, that he bought is adjacent to our building, so he rented us the parking lot in the back and then completely redid it for us with wrought iron, and it's yeah. so cool out it's there. It's right off Strawberry Alley. Yes. And, and then we rent it from him. Instead of being a parking space or a trash Mm -hmm. you know, space out back. It adds extra ambiance to Strawberry yeah. Alley that wasn't there before. Alan is, I mean, he's, he did us a big favor by doing that because we wanted oh, a clever. patio space. Yeah, and it was the one mm -hmm. thing about downtown that we were kind of consider, considering not doing was we really wanted an outdoor space and we knew it was going to be almost impossible to do that yeah. downtown. I, I've heard some rumblings of... Um Looking into the possibility of being able to take your beer or your drink from one, you know, out of the restaurant up and down maybe Strawberry Alley, Franklin Street, you know, around downtown mm -hmm. Commons. And, you know, Nashville does it, New Orleans does oh. it. There are a lot of cities that allow you to walk out in a certain area. With a go cup. Yeah, with a go cup. Yeah, with a plastic and, cup. Uh, is that something that y'all, have, have you talked to anybody? We've heard rumblings too um they're working on it from what i understand yeah. it's not an easy thing to do yeah. yeah uh bowling green tried to do it and they couldn't because of two governments that ruled up there didn't want the, yeah. it, the entertainment yeah. district they call it an entertainment district uh new orleans does it really well they just shut down bourbon street at night it could be done down there without interrupting uh even weekly business on yeah. a friday and just saturday night yeah. mm -hmm. uh, they could put up the barricades and then allow it yeah. to happen uh, it will totally change yeah. downtown if they do that. And it, you'll see so more you restaurants would, come you in. you would barricade off Strawberry Alley and just do it in that area? They well, probably will. Do, they probably would put, I, if it was mine, yeah. I would do Strawberry Alley and Franklin Street okay. from 1st Street to 2nd Street. From that block, mm -hmm. yeah. I think if you're doing that, you would probably need to include the downtown commons because, oh, that makes sense. Because yes. they have, you know, they'll have some mm -hmm. some drinks and they'll uh, have entertainment and concerts stuff there. and stuff. And and I'm not a big proponent for sure on people drinking and driving and getting carried away, but but some of that atmosphere. People walk around. Yeah. Yeah, and they talked about even finding other parking opportunities where, you know, there would be a lot where people could park and then uh, there'd be like a little bus that would run them downtown. Yeah. Uh, parking is always an is issue. Is it a matter of ordinance, or how does how does something like that happen? Uh, I think it has to be a change in the law and and, okay. and, and how um, how we're labeled. Uh, yeah. Entertainment districts yeah. have their own rules. I see. I, I yeah. believe that you you can do it, and you can go through the state legislature, but they kind of let you do your thing if you know if you approve it at your city level. If, if then, all the governments agree, then yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I think I don't know the, the the steps, but I think it goes through that and you designate an area. Yeah, and there probably would be uh, the liquor laws are pretty strict in Tennessee, mm -hmm. very strict, yeah, yeah. which is good. Um, 
and how they view what would need to happen. But they already have a model of that in downtown mm -hmm. Nashville, yeah. so I don't think it would be hard for them to be able to think yeah. in those terms with Clarksville getting to be that way. And I think it would keep people in Clarksville instead of running to Nashville to go eat if they had an entertainment it, it, district. It, it changes so the dynamic for well, sure. Well, I think it's more people are already staying with all the local restaurants opening up. I, when I got here in 07, it was Black Horse. Yeah, it's it's changing, and we're, we've heard of a few other ones that may be coming in. But there are at least people that are picking at downtown. Yeah. A lot of people have bought buildings down there and have either gutted them or are waiting for the, the next big restaurant to come in so that they can rent to them and then redo it then. So there's a little bit of a, a delay in some of those buildings being turned around, yeah. which is part of the development process. But yeah, it would be it it would be cool to see um, downtown just mm -hmm. blow up that way. We've got we've got good momentum down there for I sure. Agree. It's because of us. I know. I guarantee. <laughs> you. I do. I think that. I mean. I mean. Jeff's uh, Black Horse st stuck it out for years. I mean, Mildred and Mabel's was one of the first boutiques to open down there and take a chance, and they're doing well. Then you guys came along, and it's just a snowball. Yeah, they call. I mean, I call Jeff and Mildred and Mabel's and. Um, like Regattes and Binks even, yeah. the, and, and Roxy, yeah. uh, the, the pioneers. They're the people that are willing to come in and uh, in, in, a, in a Wild Stick West moment out. and try to see if yeah. there's any, any gold at the end of that gold rush, right? We're the second wave that comes in because we see that there is at least some that they um, staying did powder, yes. power, right? So, I mean, we give hats off to all the people that were down there before mm -hmm. us because they made it possible for us to be down there. And then we're the second wave. Now the third. Now there's going to be a third wave coming in because they're starting to see that we're going to be two years old in well this month, mm -hmm. and uh, that's a big deal in the restaurant business. Yeah. Not seeing us close in a yeah. year, and and then coming in on a Friday or Saturday night and seeing us filled up. Yeah. I mean that other people are going to want that too. So I want to talk briefly about Mardi Gras and Fat Tuesday because I mean there are a lot of things and uh, traditions and stuff that I don't think we're aware of. So talk to me about some of your favorite traditions and some of the things y'all are going to be doing down at Rue. Because you have to be really, you have to recognize it. You're a Cajun restaurant. Right. I mean, it's our time of the year. Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of hard um, not when you're down there not to go to a, uh, a parade. Right. The only thing missing up here is it would be so much fun for us to be able to figure out how to do a downtown Mardi Gras parade without interfering in the businesses. Uh, if we became an entertainment district, we could have a whole Mardi Gras party. It'd be downtown commons. Yeah, it, and so that's on my agenda, wish my wish list. Uh, Mardi Gras always starts on January 6th, which is the epiphany. Mm -hmm. uh, we do king cakes. We sell them in the shop. Uh, we start king cakes from January 6th all the way through the Mardi Gras Day. Mardi Gras Day is different every year dependent upon when Easter is, which depends, which makes Lent, uh, which is uh, Ash Wednesday, which mm -hmm. is the Wednesday after. And then Mardi Gras is always the Tuesday, the day before Ash Wednesday. So it's a party day. They're, and they extended it. They have Lundi Gras, too. It just means Fat Monday and Fat Tuesday. Uh. It's two days to eat and drink yes. and be merry and fat, right? <laughs> yeah. So it, it means to go out and have a good time. And then at midnight on Mardi Gras Day, everything stops. So what is the, I mean, I know what the King Kate is, but what does that baby in it mean? Where so, does that come from? So it starts on the Epiphany, which is all about Jesus, right? So the mm -hmm. baby is supposed baby to represent Jesus. baby Jesus. Oh. Now in times... Oh, you don't swallow it. Right. I know, don't bite baby <laughs> Jesus, right? So... Um, 
in times past, it used to be a bean. Okay. Or a, and there's a whole story behind beans in New Orleans too. We'll be doing that on um, St. Joseph's Day. And then there, or it became a coin. And then it became a baby. And the, but the whole thing, nobody even knows that, really why baby Jesus mm -hmm. ended up in the king cake. Uh, but if you get the baby in the king cake, then you're supposed to bring the next one to the party. Okay. So in offices, that, there's always a king cake. Somebody's yeah. got the baby, they bring the next king cake. There are people that lie about not getting the baby. Uh, <laughs> We've seen that happen a lot. That's funny. Yeah, it's really funny. So I think I'm going to go get one and like whoever gets the king cake and my staff wins a prize or something. That that's well, but mm -hmm. it's a good thing to get the baby because it ensures good luck for the year. So you really want to get. Well, the I'm going to go buy a bunch of yeah. king cake. I'm just going to just throw the babies yeah. at you. Yeah, that's so funny, but um, but. And then there's purple, green, and gold on it, and they stand for like uh, money, power, and health. Mm -hmm. So you'll have that during the year. I can't remember which one goes. And you're with selling which king one. cakes. Yes, Greg makes his own king cakes. He doesn't do the stuffed ones. There's two varieties. There's stuffed and unstuffed in New Orleans. The traditional one is unstuffed, and that's the one that he does. It's kind of like a, a, a Danish meets um, like French bread. Right. Of, like a cinnamon roll. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it ha it, it's its own thing, honestly. Mm -hmm. So next year we're trying to work on the stuffed ones and see if we can do them too. But we've probably sold, we did them all online. Uh, we probably sold like 50 of them. Oh, that's good. For this season, which isn't yeah. too bad, especially since people don't know what a king cake is. I, as we're starting to talk about it, I'm thinking that I need to go get one for my kids yeah. next Tuesday. Uh, I think they would have fun with they that. They would have a good time. Yeah, it's, it's just... You know, we pack them with beads and the story of, of uh, Mardi Gras and mm -hmm. all that goes out with them. So yeah. You only sell them during a certain period of time. Yep, we only sell them during Mardi Gras season, which is January 6th to Mardi Gras Day. So if someone wanted, they're, they're listening to you today. They're, this they, is, they, they want to order. They should have done it yesterday. Yeah, they should have done it. Well, honestly, we, we had to cut off King Cake oh. orders because we had so many of them. In order for him to be able to get them all out and go into our party, we on Tuesday on Lundy Gras we have uh, Nola Brewing is coming up mm -hmm. for yeah. us to do a wine or a, a beer and um, food pairing, and then of course Mardi Gras Day is always a big day for us. So, so what are y'all going to have going on Mardi Gras Day? Oh, we'll have uh, and that's char grilled oysters. That's Tuesday next okay. Tuesday, which was yesterday. Right, from, right, right. From this being aired. Uh, and then we'll have specials on hurricanes, beer, all kinds of things going on. Yeah. We've got all kinds of swag to give away, Mardi Gras stuff. And Looks like I'm going to Rue. Yeah, it's you just, go? it's a yeah. fun day. And and then we we usually offer, uh, we've done like different menus before, but this year we just uh, redid our menu. So we have seven new items on our menu, which have been doing really well. Like, what are some of the new items on your menu? Uh, like the meatloaf and mash has been I super that. popular. That's kind of building out our American side yeah. of our, Mer of our mm -hmm. American menu. Uh, we have Bayou Basil Pesto Pasta, pasta which has got shrimp or chicken in it. Um, a, uh, a sweet potato corn grits with a bacon um, maple glaze over the top of a, a blackened catfish. Um, and there's one more I can't remember at the moment. But yeah, that, that was just on our entrees. Yeah. And then we have Greg's favorite, which is the uh, Bananas Foster Pan Perdue. Pan Perdue means lost bread in New Orleans. It's what we do with our leftover French bread. We let it dry out a little bit, cut it up, soak it in a custard, a vanilla custard, batter it, deep fry it. 
Oh my gosh. And then we put a bananas foster sauce with bananas over the top of it. It's, we call it a dessert. We used to serve it for breakfast when we did brunch up in Bowling Green. And people would just come in. It's the only time we used to serve it. So now it's on the menu full time. Do you remember what I had like when we went to lunch one time? Chicken fingers? <laughs> you had chicken fingers? No, no I'm just joking. Chicken. He's she, like a sixth grader, so but, I said that. But you know what I had? <laughs> I'm, and I, I like the... Um, the crawfish cheese bread. You had that? What do you, what do you, oh, what do you yeah. call that? Crawfish it's, yeah, crawfish bread. bread. Yeah. Okay. I like that. But we went and, you know, there are some people that just like a good burger. Oh, right? uh, yes, you do. And yep. they have the burger on the pretzel bun. Mm -hmm. And, man, it is really good. I love your jambalaya. There's something about it that it's just really has a really good meaty flavor to it. It's And the jambalaya is on the menu. Um, it's not doesn't have any seafood in it because there's a lot of seafood allergies out yeah. there. Yeah. We have several things that are safe for people that can't. Um, and stuff for gluten-free, too. But uh, we have a $5 burger night a Monday now. Comes with fries and slaw. They have a taco night, too. And then it's half price on our featured beers on Monday night, too. Taco, shrimp tacos, tacos on, on Tuesday, Tuesday night with half off featured wines. And Wednesday is uh, $1 wings, $1. And then we, we have $5 hurricanes. <laughs> Char I, I wish I could see how Charlie's looking at me. Like, are you hungry? She's, she's right down my alley so, right now. Language. She's speaking my language. That is our, you know, Clark, we, you know, we've been here for almost two years, and we're trying to see where Clarksville, yeah. what they like. Uh, it's very different from Bowling Green in a lot of ways, and I think a lot of it has to do with the military and them having to move around and choosing certain restaurants that they can know that they can go to and, yeah. and love their food. And right? they've been exposed to a lot more, too, right. from living in so, so many different locations. Exactly. Wings and burgers and shrimp tacos, for some reason, are really big down here. So when we changed the happy hour menu, uh -huh. we changed it to feature yeah. Clarksville this time instead of us, so. You know, she mentioned military, and we had the uh, um, the broomball game, the oh, county versus Fort Campbell. So fun. And we've had some other, other events mm -hmm. down there with uh, some of the command team, and uh, we always end up at speakeasy room. at Rude. That is and so much fun. And I, I hope the fire marshal was too late. He wasn't there. Well, when it but up, there was more people in that little spot than probably well, was Well, when it warms up, you can be outside on the patio, too. Yes. I mean, our, our, we ran our speakeasy out, too. Uh, in fact, uh, it can take up to about 40. Yeah. This patio can take up to 90 when the weather's... Or, I mean, really? well, No, 50, and then between the two spaces the can two, go yeah. a little bit larger. So if someone's wanted to have, like, a corporate get-together or whatever... Which they do. Run. Yeah. Yeah, and we have a lot of, uh, like, um, uh, rehearsal dinners end up there, and it's really a lot of fun. Yeah. We can't handle some of the, the larger hail and farewells, especially if the patio's not yeah. open mm -hmm. yet, which is a shame. I wish we were just a little bit bigger, mm -hmm. but... Um, it's it's so much fun to be able to do those parties for them. Well, we sure appreciate what you are doing downtown. Uh, we love it, it. it. It makes a difference. I mean, it's great for you, but it really makes a difference for the surrounding businesses and, and even the people that live downtown. So thank you for that investment. Oh, I appreciate that. We, we just, we can't believe our luck that we're here. I, I don't think it's luck because well, the, the I, things you've told us. I it, remember before I knew you and the excitement you come in, and then I'm excited that your business is doing well, but then when you just get to know Teresa, too, yeah. I just think she's just a beautiful yeah. person. Aww, so. Thank you, Katie. Uh, and I appreciate you coming in here and um, doing this podcast with us. Hopefully you'll come back and oh, talk to us some more. Absolutely. So I'm excited to watch what the next phase for you guys is. Oh, me too. There's a lot. There... <sighs> 
marketing is always it's it's um, elastic right so right. sometimes you do more sometimes you do less but as we get to know more and more who our customer is then that allows us to do more and more things like events or yeah. um, mm -hmm. so we're excited to be even further along in about another six months good well, That's thank awesome. you for coming and joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having us. And well, hopefully we'll have her back soon, won't we? Well, I'll probably see her there before we see her here. I'm, I'm thinking going. we need to make a stop on Tuesday. I think that's probably important. Sounds good. Yeah, or yesterday. We made a stop yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> How about every Tuesday? Every, every Tuesday. Tuesday. No way we don't that's miss That's right. Okay, all right. Well, all right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. Clarksville's Conversation. Subscribe now on your favorite podcasting app so you don't miss a single conversation.